I'm Sophie. Hi, I'm Paul. And we are SP Film Viewers. And today's film is of a Halloween theme, and Sophie has watched Ghostbusters for the first time. What are your thoughts? I actually really enjoyed it. I don't really know what I expected as much. I didn't think it was going to be frightening, which it, it wasn't, so that's, that's a good thing for me. No, it's it's only a PG-rated film, so it's not, <laughs> not going to be that scary. No, but I can get easily frightened, especially about ghosts and such. I'm not, it's not my favourite thing. So, can you give like a brief summary of the film, if you can? Yeah, I think so. It's obviously, it's, it's the library where it starts. Yeah, that's where the scene is set. Yeah, and obviously there's this poor librarian that gets scared by a ghost, which is actually the most realistic ghost there is in Ghostbusters. Do you mean by this typical thing of being a person in like a ghostly yeah. form? So I was wondering how it was going to work with like, is it going to be like actual ghosts then? Because obviously if I just got it in my head that they're more cartoony. All of them. All of them, yeah. yeah. Um, they're sort of meant to come off that way because yeah. of it being a kid's but it can't be too gruesome. But I did I did enjoy um, initially the library scene, even though I would have been so annoyed if I was that librarian with all the paper going everywhere after she's organised it. A bit of um, first world problems there. <laughs> the inconvenience of having to reorganise yeah. bookshelves and things. And then they decided, obviously because they've seen the ghost, obviously in the library, they're going to create the Ghostbusters. So obviously then they get the first call from a very pretty lady, which, Venkman? Mm-hmm. Obviously jumps with joy because, oh, it's another female and I have to flirt with her. And he then has to go and see her house and he offers. She'd had a ghost encounter. Well, it's more like a, is it a demonic kind of? So it's the... What would you, it's not really a ghost, is he? No, it's more like a demonic type deity. Yeah, he's living in a, a fridge. Or so she thinks. That's, so she thinks. So then the business starts to just boom and loads of ghosts are popping up. Yep. Though you don't really see many of them. It's more just a, a slideshow of paper stories and news broadcasts of, oh, the Ghostbusters and the thing, but you don't really see. Yeah, and they've got this like little kind of... It's like catching a Pokemon, isn't it? And then, like, the ball. But it's not <laughs> yes. like this. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so then business came booming. Yeah. So then they got a receptionist as well and an additional Ghostbuster guy that doesn't know anything. Winston, who applies for the job. It doesn't do a great deal until, like, the very end. Yeah, when the guy was called Peck. Walter Peck, apparently. That's... Yep, that's right. <laughs> um, he is the one that... Like, health and safety guy like oh these things in the building so he releases them all so all the hard work they've done they've just let the ghosts run amok it's like a typical health and safety kind of thing nowadays the meddling things they don't need to meddle in and make it worse sometimes so then you sort of see some ghosts that appear around the city but not that many like mm. thing you'd expect a bit more to well, the mount that came out of the actual tower yeah. like Compared to the ones that you saw, but I guess maybe that's more because of how old the film. In the eighties, yeah, like yeah, eighties, yeah. So Venkman, well, he tries to get a date with Dana, and basically, she's been then possessed by. Is it by Zool? Is she then Zool? Yes, and it's Gozu's the entity 
that you see at the end. Uh, Neighbour has also in, been involved in this. Oh, yeah. Um, he's the key master, isn't he? Becomes the key master, yeah. What's to his... She's the gatekeeper now, isn't she, Dana? Yes. And so they both eventually become those demon dog creatures. Yeah. Yeah. And there's some kind of history behind the apartment and why it's all kind of located there. Mm-hmm. So then... Oh, the Ghostbusters get put into prison as well. I forgot about that part. Yeah, they always seem to end up because of the damage to the city or something. Yeah, but then the mayor needs him. So it needs them. Of course. Yeah, because no one else can help. And that's when you see all four of them in action. The last 20 minutes of the... Is the most action-packed part of the film. Is like that's the actual Ghostbusters part, isn't it, really? Yeah. The other part could be the Venkman love story. Then you've got the two terror dogs that arrive because that's now the two people yep. from the apartments. And then Goza yep. rocks up mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Well, out of the gate, actually. Yeah, out of the gate, yeah. And what she did was just she just blasted them backwards. Blasted them backwards. backwards. Then they have the idea of the crossing. No, 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 no. Missing a bit out. Missing out of the marshmallow man. Oh, I completely forgot about him. How could I forget? Because poor Ray, being so lovable and innocent again, they had, what did she, what did she ask him? To make something like the entity into a form of to what you're thinking or something. Yeah. Like don't everyone's like don't think of anything. Yeah. But Ray does. But I can imagine similar thing. You kind of like don't think of it, but then you just think of something some like absolute random and then it would could have thought of something a bit smaller but i guess it it adds comedy value doesn't it the yeah stay puffed marshmallow yeah ghost is he a ghost or is it just an no, illusion he's just, he's, he's just like a, i guess a mascot on this universe yeah, like, but what the, was... like the pillsbury doughboy or something he's not he's not a ghost he's just a well building sized monster version of the mascot so that's poor Ray's fault because he'd that something did crop into his head. So the marshmallow arrives, and they're having to defeat him, but it's not working. Either melting him a little bit, or he's just getting more angry and angry and climbing up the building. That's when they have. They do the don't cross the streams, which they've said initially in the beginning, not to do that. But of course, it's the penultimate bringing end to the story and defeating the defeating Goza. To close the, well, the portal, I'd say. Yeah. For the realm and then stop all the ghosts from... Uh, thinking about, I'm just thinking about now. If there's no more ghosts, then they've got no... Then job. No, no, no job, yeah. They won't be that daft to put themselves out of jobs. Because then the story's back to the beginning again. And well, they'll have to come up with another cracking idea. Well, that's sort of what the second film is. Oh, really? Yeah, so that's why it's not... There's not really a real need for you to see the second one because it's sort of, it's sort of like back to again. They have to deal with the fact that the collateral damage of the city and they get like lawsuits and stuff. And they're basically on doing different things at the beginning, so they're not even the group anymore. They're kind of doing their own thing. Is there an actual ghost in it though? There's a few things that weren't used in the first one. Think that's overall in a nutshell. Yeah. Of what the movie contains. I do love the fact that Bill Murray's in it. 
because it just reminded me parts of his acting like of Scrooged. What do you think of like the special effects thing for the time? For the time, like the first ghost, like I said, that one. Yeah. Was really good. Um, the terror dogs. Uh, I. I know, obviously, in certain shots, when they're moving around, it's kind of like a like stop motion on a background. Or whatever, so it's kind of like visible, like oh, there's almost like white lines around them because yeah. it's like being placed and, and adapting to the scene. The legs as well. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I mean, I didn't see this when I was too young. It was a bit, it was a bit older before I actually saw this. But imagine if a kid was watching that and saw that the actual you see the big close-ups of the demon dogs. They're quite terrifying. I guess so. But then, like back then, they didn't really think that way, did they? They wouldn't try and make it a bit more cute. So, like nowadays, they'd like tone that down. Yeah. But no, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. I can't believe I actually haven't seen it. <laughs> well, now you have. And what would you give it overall? Um, I'd give it a nine, I think. I really did enjoy really? it. Wow. Yeah, okay. I did. I think Bill Murray's humour is like a winner for me. And I think he just got some lovable characters. You, grow, you grew to like some of the characters. Some? Yeah. Not some were just in the background, obviously. And I think... It's one of those where you can watch it for Halloween and it's not that petrifying and scary. It's like one of those family pleasers. Um, but no, I, I'm surprised that you put it so highly up there. I'd say probably about an eight for me, seeing it again. It's, an, it's a very enjoyable film. It's easy to watch, but you've got a good plot. But it's not hard. It's not one of those yeah, where you have to concentrate. Too much, no. No. But definitely a good Halloween starter film, I'd say. So thank you all for watching and listening. I've really enjoyed covering the Ghostbusters and I hope that you've enjoyed our views. If you have any recommendations on what films you'd like me to review next, let us know and leave a comment below. So be sure to like, subscribe and share. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.